Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm great. LeBron James with the 34-footer. I can hit threes looking at three baskets. I love right after he makes a shot. Right after he makes a shot, he goes, I can't see. I can't see. Yeah, baby. That's what he said. He said, when he hit it, he said, yeah, baby. I see three. Not just the basket, but it went in the middle. Three of them. (laughs) Yeah, baby. It's something else. What what a moment, though. And I think, you know, when you think about it, again, Lakers 103-100 win over the Warriors in the 7-8 game of the Western Conference. And last night, it was the late game. And, again, God bless Keyshawn. He stayed up to watch his Lakers all the way to the end Man. and then woke up to do our show. And I'm fighting it right now. And I bet you are. I was but you're feeling good. Adrenaline. You got the adrenaline going oh, yeah. on. That's no, all that matters. Because you, you get a win that you, you got to admit. I'm, you know what's you so interesting about sure this? You quite sure you were getting that win. Yeah, but what's interesting about this, Jay, it's like working out, Alan, right? You, you work out for so long, it's like I'm used to this. Like I'm used to the playoffs. I'm used, used to, to championships. Drama, yeah. I'm used to these sort of things. Coming off last year, you know, winning a championship and getting in this situation, knowing I got AD, my body is accustomed to staying up late to watch us win games in Hollywood fashion, where I got my top guy. As I'm watching this, rolling around on the floor, laying. <laughs> see you laughing. No, man. It, hey, by the way, like there is a reason. Like when you see LeBron act, right in movies, you're like oh, he, he's talented. So he took his <laughs> acting to the floor. I and mean, his acting that always goes. Draymond, and I, and I sat fine. there late in the fourth quarter. Draymond had a, a, a hard foul on him yes. on a drive yep. and caught him in the eye. They didn't call it a flagrant, but LeBron was down for quite a while. And I stayed there, Alan. I said, you know, I looked at the TV. I like walked up to it, looked at him, and said, "Yo, just stay down, roll over, get some rest, get just chill, catch your roll breath. over like a dog, put your legs up, or do all that." <laughs> I want you to crawl. Why? I want you to do all that. Why? I want you to squeeze your eyes so that tears can come out. Because I needed him Cut to do the refs, to get the fragrance. I By needed way, that. Three tweets last night from C.J. McCollum, who plays for the Portland Trailblazers, who's incredible, by the way. Really funny. Number one, it says, Bron ain't slick. He wanted the rest for them free throws, number one. Uh-huh. Number two, he said, LeBron, actor of the year. Mm. And then he says, I'm going to sleep right now. Three rims. Two happy faces afterwards. Yeah. And, and, I, like, it's just like what yeah. LeBron gives you is sheer entertainment. And that's what LeBron explained to Rachel Nichols after the game. After he got poked in the eye uh, by Draymond, then played the rest of the game, had trouble, I guess, with his vision, but not on that 34-footer. But he explained to Rachel what he was seeing when he took that shot. You know, I put in a lot of work in my game. You know, um, you know, after, you know, Draymond uh, finger to the eye, I was literally seeing three, uh, three rims out there. Um, so I just shot at the middle one, and, uh, and I was able to, uh, with the grace of the man above, I was able to knock it down. I'm NBA three of them out there. The, the NBA one in the middle. Actor of the Year award goes to right. LeBron, LeBron James, James, Los Angeles Lakers. My eye, <laughs> Frank, Frank Vogel, Frank, cut me. I can't see out there. <laughs> cut me, cut me, Frank. Cut so me, Frank. It was it's so great about it though. So good, is, man. Come yeah, on. he got poked That's in the eye. Shot, man. He got poked in the eye, and it probably did. You know, it was blurry probably for a little bit. They put the eye wash in it on the side. But even after that, LeBron's still over there with the towel on the face. I'm like, come on, man. He's letting you know. Oh, can man. I, can I, can I, I just, you know, sometimes I, I love know, it. We, we have love fun, him. and LeBron gives us a lot of stuff that we, you know, we laugh about and we joke about. But, man, like, watching that dude play. Like, first off, I go back to what happened last year. Kobe Bryant passed away, and this man sat up there to everybody and said, I will carry the weight, and he led them to a championship. Wow. And then this year, 
didn't load manage, didn't take any time off, got injured, battled through with AD, dealing with his Achilles, right? They dropped positions. Fine, we're in a play-in game. I may not like it. I'm going to compete in it anyway. And he leads them with a clutch shot. Like, this is who LeBron James is. Just appreciate the greatness that you have a chance to see because we've talked about it multiple times. When LeBron James goes away, I know the game is in good hands, but it's not going to be in the hands of a guy like LeBron James. This is special. Completely well, agree with that. To, it's always hard to find le- legends like that, yeah. though. I mean, in sports, it's just and the it's very difficult. And the league's been lucky for generation to generation being able to have that torch from Kareem, uh, obviously to Magic Bird in that era, to Jordan, to Kobe, to Bron. Shaq, and then Bron comes in, and now you're like, all right, well, who's now going to be the next one? But just to point out something about LeBron, which has always been a criticism on him about clutch and big moments – that was How, the that, that shot. Just think about what that shot. If he doesn't make that, and that was a grenade. I mean, was it was it uh, uh, Caldwell Pope that just chucked yeah, it out to him? Well, out understand because he got the board, but he panicked underneath. Yeah, and he, he kind of like he caught the ball up here, yeah, like above yeah. his head. Yeah. Understand down. Like the shot clock was down to nothing. He's in the paint, and Caldwell Pope's like, "All right, I got to get rid of this thing. I don't have a shot." My eye, and he had to shoot it. He had to shoot it. There was yeah. zero on the clock. Ticking down on tenths of a second when he shot it, it goes in. Steph never gets a chance to get off a shot to exactly. try to tie it because AD makes the defensive and play. Let that game be tied with Steph having the ball. Oh, in his go into overtime. But he so, also hit that shot with the guy who brought that shot to the NBA in Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. He right. hit it on him and then looked at him with his one eye. Oh after. my eye! My but LeBron, eye. that's ninety-seven career game tying or wow. go-ahead field goals made in the final yeah. minute. Ninety-seven. Just understand. That's the second most in the last 25 years. Who has the most? The guy everybody believes Kobe is clutch. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant at 101, so not too far off. That I includes regular season playoffs and now, of course, the I, I don't get the he ain't clutch type. I just don't because, get that. Because he's made passes down the stretch okay, earlier that's in his fine. career. That would, by the way, that were always the right plays to make. Yes. But there was, you know, that we go back to that whole thing before. There was this thing. I, I really do feel this way. When LeBron James went to Miami. And he was always, he's always been a big-time player, always been clutch. But there were moments in Miami where he still at times deferred a little bit to D. Wade. And that, that, I, I feel like going, LeBron going to Miami was like him going to college, man. Because then, like, after that moment, it was just like, vroom. He just took off into a different – he was he already in a different strategy. was that dude, too. So I know, but what's D-Wade, wrong with that? No, there was nothing. There was nothing no, wrong I'm with not, that. I know you – no, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying out loud, like, what's a, that's, I got a dude on my team. I'm going to give it to the dude, too, either one of us. But I think that's when LeBron started to say, I can do it all the time. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to a degree? Well, D. Wade's the one that then deferred and said, yeah, you know yeah, what? D. Wade deferred to ball. him. Exactly. And that changed, like, from then on, it was like, boom. Different guy. Different. Yeah, instead of feeling like he was carrying the weight, he just decided, no, that's what I want to do. I am the weight. I just need him to finish the deal. Well, like, what do you mean? But, no, 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 you said this you yesterday. Yeah, you I just, said this yesterday. I need him to finish, though. I need him to finish the deal. I need him to get another chip. Are you going to say what you said on the call? Because I want I you say? to say it. Do you want me to remind yeah, you? Yeah, remind me. Because I had to stop you on the call. No, remind me. You said. Yeah, I'm done with him. Either Le- You said, I will be done with LeBron. Yeah, he got to win. If he doesn't win it or they don't, if they lose to the, they either lose to the Nets or they win it. If not, I'm done with him. So yeah, he, I'm finished with him. What do you mean? I need him to get me another chip. He can. Maybe just yeah. not this year. No, no, no. It got to be now. Got to be right now. I need him to get me another chip. Oh. So if, like, let's original. say they lose in the Western Finals. No, we're not losing. Only if. team this they could lose. Only team they should lose to. A could, in my Clippers. opinion. Clippers. 
or is the Utah Jazz Brooklyn? That's it. I don't know. So if Utah's, they, if they man. Lo- well, if they lose to the Clippers. I know you'll definitely be done with them. If they lose to the Jazz, but he ain't gonna do that though. He no, knows better. I, well, they would see the Clippers in the Western Conference. Finals. But he knows better. LeBron knows that that's not acceptable. He knows that. He knows that that's not acceptable to lose to the Clippers. He so knows. you won't. I mean, look. Obviously, it'll be a disappointment if they lose to the Suns. But oh they God, lose- no! Stop. Don't do that to me. They barely I, I, beat I'm the not picking Warriors. them to lose. You barely beat the Warriors. Understand that. Come on, man. We was coming off injuries. Down by you, Steph Curry scares what, the. You know the what? Half? Think about it. Jay knows. I was just talking to Jay. Six o'clock in the afternoon, in the evening, I'm pacing in my kitchen for a ten o'clock game. <laughs> so it's true. Like, last case of emotion. Case yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think I'm playing. <laughs> you know, I'm walking back and forth to the point where my wife was like, "What is wrong with you? Imagine Everything kid. okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just waiting on the game." Imagine kid at home with some sake, cooking some food, chef yes. with a whole Lakers warm up suit. Man, on. I was, oh, I, was had, stretches. I had my Lakers okay, sweatshirt. Loose. On. I got the sake. I got the good lather. And, and, he's, and he's he's short to everybody too, like the littlest thing. Temperamental. Like, Dad, yeah. where's the? Well, I don't know where anything is right now. Like, I watched. I had the, the the Memphis game as the warm up, you know, and then I waited for right the Lakers game. patiently, patiently. Mm-hmm. And then at the first half, it looked kind of, you know, but I, it looked messed up, but then I knew the fourth quarter was coming and would be okay. But it still was kind of like, this dude, they better not let this little dude beat us. Do I forget every time I see Brian attack the rim, I'm like, damn, man. Like, people, you know, you see it on TV. Freight You're not getting in the way. You mm-hmm. see it on TV. I'm just trying to tell y'all from somebody who's been on the court You're and key. in the way. You can talk about it on the field, too. It's not until you're on the damn court until you realize how big, strong, and Fast that dude yeah. is, man. That's six eight two fifty five. Like that's Carl no. Malone. That's Carl Malone as a guard. Way more agile, in coming more, at you yeah, full way force. Way more Inter- explosive. You ain't getting in the, the way of that. Thing. And also the thought of I've heard this all the time said about when you played the blind. Oh, you just gotta you gotta give him a hard foul. <laughs> all right. You understand he gets hit a lot. Yeah, that's nuts. Sometimes that's it doesn't even like get called. You're not hitting them hard enough. Yeah, that's a little gnat on me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. That's doing. always been the thing. The most fascinating thing about him has been, I, I always said, his best ability is his durability. Just how much he's been able to play and, and avoid injury and avoid that kind of stuff. You know, that's the best thing about him. The amount of games, the mileage, all that stuff. But the other part of it is just, again, he get that playing chip. with such force. He get that chip this year on Brooklyn, though. We're going to start on the backside of Staples why near the, the convention. Well, why does that have to be on the backside, though? Because the front, cause the wait, front wait, side. Wait, if he beats a team like the Nets. It's the front side, man. The front side is preach long out. time late. Go ahead and preach whoa, 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 whoa. It's long time late. The backside over by the VIP area. He with that squad with AD, and they beat the Brooklyn Nets made up of who they are without any injuries. You're going to tell me that belongs on the backside? Well, the backside is that's up there. No, no, no. The backside. No, sorry. Give you. That's Staples. up there with, 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 with Magic beating that Celtic team with all those Hall of Famers on it. No, but you got to understand what the it. backside of the stadium and is, though. I'm trying to tell you. It's the, the VIP back, entrance. The, yes, the VIP entrance where the valet goes. I know the, So where I everybody where goes is. through. Media go there, I, I think, too. That's why I know yeah, where Yeah, the is. backside. But nobody's over that. there, though. Not out, on, want, well, not out on the, on the, Chick on the road where all the – You want to go Chick Hearns? Yeah, with all that stuff. With Gretzky and Shaq and everything. You really think that's where – Some people don't want to give him one at all if he gets two. Some people don't want to give me. I'm giving him one. Mm. You want one in the front with Magic and Shaq and if Kobe. If he beats the three championships on three different teams. Just yeah, remind everybody, at, Adam Silver. I'd love to ask Adam Silver about where he'd put a statue of LeBron. <laughs> Adam Silver going to join us tomorrow on the show, 9-15 Eastern. So you want to definitely tune in for that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Give us three, he'd get on the front. Thank <laughs> you.
Well, if you feel what your heart is beating right now watching this, imagine what Kluber's is doing. Kluber against Calhoun. Ground ball to Kluber Torres, and that'll do it. A no-hitter for Corey Kluber on a Wednesday night in Texas. Kluber becomes part of forever. History made with the Yankees. A lot of history being made for baseball when it comes to pitching. And some people are wondering if it's really a good thing. We love history with baseball. It always tells a great story. But what stories are telling about the sport right now? We talked to Jeff Passan, who joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, our ESPN senior baseball insider. Good morning, Jeff. So I found it very interesting that with all these no-hitters, that we are seeing now, again, Corey Kluber being the latest last night. It's the first for the Yankees in a long time, but clearly not for baseball this season. There's uh, seven of them. Clayton Kershaw, a pitcher, is the one that sounded like he was being critical of it. Take a listen to this. Well, it's not good. Um, I'll tell you that. I think uh, whatever the intention was with the new ball or whatever it may be, it's it really hasn't done anything. No hitters are cool, and no, like you know, I, I have all the respects in the world for Corey Kluber and Bum and all those guys that have thrown no hitters. Um, but to have one happen every night, it seems like is not is probably not good for the game. Now, I know it's six. I had seven because Bumgarner did have a, a no-hitter through seven innings, and some people would recognize that as one. But still, Jeff, how do you feel about this and what we're seeing from what's been outstanding pitching so far this season? I don't quite get the argument that too many of a good thing is a bad thing. Like, cookies are really delicious. And if I eat a cookie every day... I don't get tired of that cookie. In fact, I appreciate that cookie even more. And so when I see no hitters happening, I don't feel like just because they're happening more frequently that takes away the magic from them. It's still an incredibly difficult thing, guys, to go up and down through a lineup and record 27 outs without a little duck snort falling in or without a guy actually barreling a ball or without a little bit of luck here and there. I mean, it's an amazing feat. And the fact that it's happening more frequently now, I think that part speaks to a problem within the sport. But I think the no-hitters themselves, individually taken one by one, they have still all been awesome and enjoyable to watch and extremely difficult to execute. Jeff, thank you for that opinion from an inside baseball person because both Key and Alan argued with me today when I said, uh, this makes me more attracted to see more games yeah. because it's something like, wow, this is actually happening at a higher clip. And I got told I was wrong. Yes, because, you're still wrong. And no, Jeff's I'm not wrong. wrong. You're wrong. And Jeff's wrong too, even though he's our baseball guy. <laughs> Because no, if I get, if I can, Jeff, I hear you, can I can I hear your argument? Because sure. in my head it sounds like garbage. So I want you to convince me. Well, if I if I if I gave you a cookie every once every blue moon, you're really going to love it and enjoy it. But if I give you a cookie every single night, you're going to get tired of it. Am I right or wrong? Uh, you are wrong about that. Oh God, come on! Are de- because cookies are delicious, and because cookies contain things that I personally enjoy very much. You're trying to act like just because you have absence, the heart grows fonder. No, uh, my heart grows fonder when I'm around something that I enjoy and appreciate more frequently. I, I don't get tired of good things. But like, tell if, Jeff, if we got, t- 
if I mean, if we got tired of good things, then how would life be worth living? You would constantly be shifting from thing to new thing, having to try them out. No, give me what I like. I want more of it. But Jeff, yes! I, I I gotta argue yes, that it Jeff! just makes it seem like then it's it, what the more something's happening in a sport that used to be a rarity, the more common it becomes. Triple doubles. The more common it becomes, it becomes something that all right, well, you know, no hitter. Okay, another one happened. It just be, you know becomes a common thing. So the standard kind of lowers, doesn't it? When it's a rarity, when it's something that you you don't see often, and when it happens, it's magical. I feel like that does take away from it a little bit, no? And doesn't it also reflect on maybe the the approach to hitting now more than ever because you're you're seeing well, these? Well, that uh, yeah, Alan. I mean that that's like that's a really good point right there. And and that to me is how I look at this. When when I see the the act of a pitcher carving through a lineup top to bottom, that will not lose its specialness for me, no matter how frequently it happens, because I find pitching to be the the most fascinating thing in sports, where you are standing up there by yourself, and one by one, meticulously, you need to work through that lineup. The the stress, the strain, uh, the execution, everything it takes is really hard. But admittedly, hitters are helping right now. And hitters are helping uh, because of a consequence that's been a decade plus in the making. This all goes back, guys, to pitchers really figuring out how to, not going to say perfect themselves, but pitchers figuring out uh, how to evolve faster than hitters. Uh, Pitchers understood science and technology uh, that allowed them to create pitches essentially in a lab and perfect those pitches. And they went and got sticky goo that they put on the ball that allowed them to spin it even better. And as pitchers got better and better, hitters had a choice to make. They said, if we're not catching up to the pitches that are being thrown right now, if we're not going to be able to string together multiple hits like we used to, then we better sell out for the big fly. And that selling out for power and that uppercut swing that you see that's so prevalent right now has been effective in some regards with some players, but it's been problematic because it's led to increased strikeouts. And you get into this endless feedback loop where the pitchers are just striking out more and the hitters are trying to go for broke even more. And that's how you wind up, guys, with six no hitters in the first six weeks of the season. I know you still love your cookies and you never get tired of them. I wonder if you get tired of Tony La Russa because you're about the most new school person <laughs> out there. Uh, you know, and so what's your reaction to Tony, you know, caring about the unwritten rules versus the written rules in baseball? Gee, if we're going to be talking about something being tired, Tony La Russa is a tired act when it comes to the unwritten rules. Um they just don't make sense. That That's the problem. You know, I, I said, I think I tweeted last year, the unwritten rules are unwritten because if you wrote them down, you'd see how stupid they are. And in, in this case, with, with your mean Mercedes swinging 3 0, uh, up 11 runs <laughs> with a 47 mile per hour throwing catcher right. on the mound. I mean, it's the antithesis of this great. Uh, pitching performance that we're seeing time and again. And and it's the sort of thing where when a guy takes a swing, he's making a mockery 
of the mockery that's been made Thank already. Thank um, and for Tony LaRusso to, to get up there and talk about the sanctity of the game and to call his player clueless, uh, let me say this, guys. The sanctity of the game should be in players trying and in players performing. And to me, it's a lot more insulting to the game if you sit there and stare at a pitch that my nine-year-old could throw instead of going and trying to hit it out of the ballpark. Thank you. Uh, That, to me, is a far more insulting thing than what your mean Mercedes did. Jeff, so when I see guys like Tim Anderson, who I've known for a while, obviously playing for the White Sox, then go online and say on Twitter, don't see and don't hear. Keep pushing 100%. Uh What does that say to you? It says to me that Tim Anderson understands that the person who's running his ball club day-to-day is going to have some really galaxy brain takes and that he's got a choice. Either he can sit there and get angry about it and allow it to infect that clubhouse, or he can be the bigger person as the leader of that team and keep his teammates on the right path and focused on the game itself. You know, the, the anger at Tony Larusa Jay, was a lot more palpable early in the season when he was making tactical and strategic errors, I mm-hmm. think, than it is right now. Mm-hmm. I think right now the players are just looking at him like old man going to old man. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't let that get to you because you got the best record in baseball. And if something that, that's really tied up in the culture wars is going to get in the way of that, then that's just a lack of discipline by you, the players, inside of a clubhouse where you need it uh, because there's nothing you can do about Tony La Russa. He has got the owner's backing, and that is going to be that. Jeff, uh, Drew Robinson's a player you've followed for a while now, and, and Sunday his story will air once again as we're in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month. So what do people need to know about Drew's story? Um, I, you know, I've been saying it's the most important story that I will ever have the privilege of telling. And, and I say that because what Drew Robinson's been through uh, is something I think that a lot of us understand. Uh, it's struggles, it's self-doubt, it's feelings of worthlessness. And he went a lot farther than I think a lot of others do in attempting to kill himself and uh, the, the struggle that he's had coming back from that has been very real, but he's also the sort of person who's inspiring because he's so relatable and because his purpose in life right now is not just to go back out there and play baseball and get back to the major leagues, despite having lost an eye in his suicide attempt, Mm. it's to help people. And I guys, I'm telling you, I see it every single day. Somebody reaches out to me with a story of how Drew's story helped them and how they're passing it on to others. And uh, this is just the sort of thing. I think that's going to have a really long tail and Drew's going to be around for a long time uh, in the baseball world, in the sports world, helping others out and uh, getting to getting to tell that story, uh, it truly one of the great honors that I've had. It's definitely an inspiring story and a fascinating one at that. Jeff, great to talk to you. Thanks as always. Thanks, JP. Boys, pleasure is mine. Thanks for having me. No All more right. cookies. <laughs> 
Jeff Bassett on Have your cookie the Goodyear hotline. Your chance to weigh in oh, on Tony LaRussa and whatever else you want. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We got Call the Roulette next, and we're going to do it early in the show, so get ready. That's after Jay has this from Indeed. The reasons to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up, aren't they? Just look at the numbers, Key. Instant Match searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description. They have 135 skills tests that go beyond the resume to help you find the right candidates faster. And according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. So if you want to multiply your employees and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776-888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
Ground ball to Glaber Torres, and that'll do it. A no-hitter for Corey Kluber on a Wednesday night in Texas. Kluber becomes part of forever. The call by the great Michael Kay on the Yes Network. Corey Kluber no-hits the Rangers in a 2-0 win for the Yankees. Comes a day after another no-hitter in baseball. Spencer Turnville of the Mariners threw one. Kluber tossed his first no-hitter of his career, first for the Yankees since David Cohn's perfect game in 1999. Now, it's rare for the Yankees, but not for baseball. That's the sixth no-hitter of the season, the most ever before June in a single season in baseball history, passing the previous record of five in 1917. On to the NBA as a play-in tournament. Gave us a moment last night. The Lakers knock off the Warriors 103-100. LeBron James hit a 34-foot three-point heave to beat the shot clock buzzer with 58.2 seconds remaining in the game. It broke a tie at 100, and it gave L.A. the lead for good. The Lakers move on to play the number 2 seeded Phoenix Suns in a series. LeBron and company, despite being the seventh seed, are favored to win. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver will join us tomorrow at 9.15 a.m. And he's got to love what he's seeing so far out of the play-in tournament. On to golf. The 103rd PGA Championship begins today at Kiwa Island Ocean Course. It started earlier this morning. You can see it on ESPN+. Plus. Rory McIlroy won the 2012 PGA Championship. He's favored to win, according to Caesars William Hill. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture title. Goodyear. More driven. The love boat. Do, 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 do. No, let's just keep the music going. Hey. Let's just pick any line two. This is that music, Alan. Yeah. That music when you walk into a hotel lobby. Hey, how you doing there, Alan? We take your luggage for you, sir. Thank you. Give a tip. You can spin the wheel there, James. It's a Frank Sinatra-like scene. There we go. All right. All right. Caller number two. Who we got? Line number two. Caller. Chance in Iowa. I just want to see what where, where do you guys think LeBron would retire as and be more famous of since he's traveling different teams all the time. <laughs> That's a good wow. one. Wow, <laughs> I, I, I think he's forever going to go down as a as a Cleveland great. Brought him the he, first championship ever. I mean, I know he put in work in Miami. He may get a statue like he says on the on the back end of the Staples Center. If he gets another one, but he will forever go down as a Cleveland legend. If he if he could somehow muster up two more championships, I think he becomes one of ours in L.A. for sure. If he could get two two more, did he become – Two more now? Yeah, two he more. You just said become, one more before. No, one more to get it on the backside, but two to be one of ours. Like just we would forget about Miami and Cleveland in his career. That's just a thought. Am I back? I'm You're back. back now. Apparently the microphone. I don't know if he's back. A minute. Can you guys hear him? <laughs> I can't hear him. I can't hear him. Let's, let's spin it. you guys have spin ever it. been. Let's spin it. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and nobody. Line number four. <laughs> Key just made that up. Early from South Dakota. I've been stuck on this busted conversation between J. Will and Keyshawn. Yes. So I got an example for you, and I need you to tell me if it's, it's a bust or success. So Lincoln McElravey is from South Dakota, wrestler, four-time or five-time state champ, four-time national champ for Iowa, 
two-time world champ, never won a gold medal in the Olympics. Are we busting? No. Are we successful? No. no. Oh, successful. Yeah, that's not successful. a bust. Successful. He wasn't selected. He just didn't win a gold medal. Yeah. yeah but it's not like you were selected by a team to be great and you did not deliver. And, yes, I'm the sensitive athlete who hates the word bus. Y'all see what's happened to Kwame Brown. Yeah, he's really No, just, just leave it alone, Al. Leave it alone. All right. Let's roll Moving it again, on. James. I just want to make sure my mic works. Does it? No, I can't. No, I can't no, hear I have you. No idea. Damn. Caller number six. Yeah, it's Robert from Virginia. I just want to give a shout out to the NBA, to LeBron, and to, to Steph. And what a game last night! And I think it really represents what an unbelievable playoffs we're going to have. I mean, the game was just phenomenal. And uh, I hope Steph gets the MVP. I'm so glad that LeBron's healthy, and um, you know, I'm excited about the playoffs. It's great. Wow. If, if this is kind of like what we're going to see, this ty- that type of a finish last night. Now, the other three playing games so far. Does this mean that the NBA some. is inching back closer to people's hearts? Are we not getting the calls anymore? Don't do the, that. Well, the ratings are not, down. Do what are a not, horrible product. They oh. are not. The ratings, in fact, and we haven't there gotten them go. yet for the West, but the, rate, the ratings for the first night, I sent them to Evan. They were fantastic, in fact. Uh, for TNT, I'm sure ESPN probably did really well last night, especially with that Laker Warrior game. Well, I'll, you can count me in. Last, all right. So, so Tuesday nights, Celtics Wizards, a two five, two point wow. five million viewers, surpassing any TNT regular season telecast since opening night. Wow, and I, I don't, even, I don't even want to think about what the Lakers. Oh, Warriors that game, game must have count me in. I was there. Had to be threes. Blew it out of the water. Yeah, threes. So we're looking forward to getting that those numbers, but the numbers have been up, and that is a good sign. NBA play-in tournament on ESPN Radio as well. Tune in tonight. Wizards Pacers. This is for the eighth seed now in the East. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Again, that's a true elimination game. Can Russ and, and Bradley and that group continue their run? We shall see tonight. Kendrick Perkins is here next to tell us why one of his former teammates is not getting more love. That's after key. Has this from Hulu. Jay Will. Jay still Will. Pound- Will. Jay Will. <laughs> He's still man. pounding on that remote control <laughs> night after night. Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, do they have The Hands Made Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is yes. Whether you're into live sports or news or hol- award-winning originals or premium channels, stay focused. It's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans to start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu originals. And you can add our premium channels in live TV. And it's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million things. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu restrictions apply. Coming up tomorrow on KJZ, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the play-in tournament and the state of the NBA as we head into the playoffs. Adam Silver with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Tomorrow morning at 9.15 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline as we talk about the NBA, the play-in tonight. You got Wizards, Pacers, ESPN Radio. You can hear it there. Last night you had Lakers, Warriors, and you had that moment that you needed. LeBron hitting the big shot with under a minute to go. Shot clock buzzer winding down a 34-footer. Knocks it down. The Lakers get the win. They advance. They'll play the Phoenix Suns. Kendrick Perkins joins us on the Goodyear Hotline to discuss NBA and everything else. Perk, what did you take away from that game last night? Did it say a lot about the Lakers and getting the rust off and getting, getting the important win? Or did you see something about the Warriors that you liked? Well, I think it was more so about the Lakers' defense, right, and being able to, uh, you know, hang their hats on the defensive end when that shot, when that shots wasn't falling. By the way, credit to uh, Draymond Green because he put on a defensive clinic last night. Steph Curry did his thing, and Andrew Wiggins did his thing also. But when you look at the Lakers' defense – in that third and fourth quarter, they got on them like a pack of wild hyenas, active hands, deflections, getting into bodies, forcing turnovers. And I thought Frank Vogel did a great job of substitution in his rotation last night. He took Andre Drummond out because he was hurting them defensively and he wasn't giving them nothing on the offensive end. He went small. He put in Wesley Matthews. I love that he took Dennis Schroeder out because Steph Curry was cooking him all last night. I thought Alex Caruso came in and made an impact on Steph Curry. He was on his heels like a pair of socks. So Frank Vogel, the Lakers overall, they showed us why they have the number one defense in the NBA last night. And I thought that's what won them the game. Big Perk, don't you, need, don't you think we need to see those same kind of strategic adjustments when they go against the Phoenix Suns? Because CP3, if I see Andre Drummond on the floor, I'm calling him out for a ball screen every time. AD needs to play the five for this team to be the most versatile defensively. Yeah, he do, Jay. But, but CP3 and Steph Curry is, is, you know, apples and oranges. And that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I, I think – Andre Drummond, they could do their drop coverage or pick-and-roll coverage with CP3 uh, and Andre Drummond in the pick-and-roll. But dealing with Steph is just a different animal. I mean, right now he's in a completely different time zone than everyone else when you're talking about Steph Curry. But I do agree with you. Their best lineup is when AD goes to the five, you know. And I also think if Andre Drummond is just not ready, go back to Marcus Hall. Marcus Saul was actually playing pretty damn good 
uh, over the before the end of the regular season, and he could stretch the floor. Now you can use Anthony Davis as that lob threat to the basket because you gotta honor big Marcus All at the top of the key, being able to knock down that three point shot. So I agree with you, Jay, for as the drama situation. Like last night, I mean, he looked horrible defensively. I just I, I just kept yelling at the television saying, "Hey, man." Sit down, get lower, get in, de- get in the defensive stance. Every time he's so straight up, I mean, it was just bad to look at, man. So, to me, if I'm if I'm Frank Vogel, yes, my my best lineup is with Anthony Davis at the five, but I'm I'm also thinking about playing him and Marcus Saul together. Big perk, if it's such a thing, who's the biggest threat to us out west in the Western Conference right now? Man, Keith, to be honest. I don't even know. The West is looking so shaky right now. The West look so funny in the light. I don't even know. Like, to, I, I would say the Golden State Warriors. Like, last night, the Golden State Warriors, like, they, they really, really impressed me on the defensive end and the offensive end. And we all know about Steph Curry, right? But the others, Jordan Poole, Everybody else, Andrew Wiggins playing with a different type of edge. And that's what I was saying about the culture, right? Uh, you, you're playing with Draymond Green, and, and he puts that key into your back to make you believe that you're a dog now. And I saw that. But everybody else at the top of the West, like the Utah Jazz, even the Clippers, who I had the favorite, but I went against that. I had them the favorite early on when they got Rajon Rondo. But even they've been looking suspect. Right? So you look at them. I mean, I just don't know. Right now, the West is wide open, and it's still the Lakers' conference to win. All right, Big Perk, let's go out to the East. Last year, you and I made the bold claim that we, we, we rode with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, we failed together on that one. I see that you picked the Bucks to beat the Nets, and then you picked the 76ers. Hold on, to, Jay. Did you pick, is that what you picked? Hold on, Jay. No, 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 no. Like a, uh, not me. Last year, <laughs> last, last year, last year. Now you you forgot. You and I won't get up, and we made a bet on national TV. Oh, that's right. You see, you I remember tried when it. I told you that Miami was gonna pop the Bucks. That happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I misremember. Yeah, yeah. I misremember. <laughs> I mis- you see, I try to gather you in my group with me, Perk. You see, I try to throw yeah, that in there yeah. real quick. Yeah. Start scratching myself, and yeah, I got a yeah, problem. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> All right, well, take me through what you're doing this year. You, <laughs> hey, got, you got the Bucks beating the Nets, and then you got 76ers beating the Bucks to get to the finals? No, no, no I switched it all the way up. <laughs> you, you switched know, it up? Originally, yet? I had the feel. I, I switched it up. I switched it up last week right before the season ended. I originally was going with the Philadelphia 76ers. That was my pick to come out of the Eastern Conference, right? And then I switched it up after watching the Bucks play after watching Milwaukee play time and time again, I said, you know what? The Milwaukee Bucks have everything and more that they need to make it out of the Eastern Conference and they can compete with the best of them. And I got the Milwaukee Bucks, man, coming out of the Eastern Conference. Think about it. This is a team that could get 130 in their sleep. And I know right now defensively they don't rank in the top ten, but we already know that they can elevate their game to another level because they have the personnel, right? Giannis is showing confidence, not only in his jump shot, but his playmaking ability, okay? Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, like those additions, you know, people talking about, 
whether or not this, that, and the other, but there are two guys that could give you 25 or, uh, 25 or 30 apiece. That's what those two guys can give you. And Brooke Lopez, the way that he anchors that defense, at the, his rim protection has been unreal to me. But overall, they have two bullies on the bench that I love. They got two, two rough riders in P.J. Tucker and Bobby Portis. And not only can they play, but they give you like they give Giannis that in the in the Milwaukee Bucks that big brother feel, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like you're not gonna come in here and bully us. Like we ain't gonna go for it. And not only that, now you could go small with either PJ Tucker or Bobby Portis, put Giannis at the five. Imagine trying to stop Drew Holiday and Giannis in a pick and roll, or Chris Middleton and Giannis in a pick and roll with the floor being spaced out. They got shooting and Connington. And, and 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 all those guys, like, they just have so many weapons that they can compete with the best of them. I do like the addition of P.J. I like what you said about Portis as well. I, I completely agree. When it comes to the roster makeup, it's just, of course, Perk, everybody's looking at the Nets as the favorite. So what mm-hmm. you're saying, it, it would be a, a big upset, no doubt about it. We got to run here. We'll leave it here right now, Perk. But thanks so much for joining us. Always great to talk to you. Man, we forgot to ask him about the Hey, eye. fellas, I appreciate it. Hey, Jay, Jay, you tried this morning. You tried to catch me slipping up. <laughs> hey, man, I've been seeing you up. I know you're on the West Coast, you know what I mean? I know if you were, if you were on it like that. Well played, though, Perk. Well played, baby. <laughs> All right, Perk. Kendrick Perkins on the Goodyear Hotline. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more, obviously, we could have discussed with him, including, you know, another former teammate of his, Russell Westbrook, playing tonight in a elimination game. That's, again, Pacers-Wizards tonight. ESPN Radio coverage begins at 6.30 uh, Eastern. Got to shoot the ball better. Got to shoot the ball better than what he shot last game. I mean, what are you seeing here, though? Because the Pacers looked really good, or did the Hornets just look that bad, Jay? I mean, I think the Hornets dropped the ball on it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the Pacers are a really good team. I just wouldn't bet on – well, Bradley Bill being healthy. I wouldn't bet on Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill having two bad games in a row. Yeah, it should be something, of course. The eye, baby. The eye. Just Three rims. Shoot at the one in the yes. middle. Yes. Lakers getting ready to break so out you, that right, room. So you, you can exhale now. You don't have to be nervous, of course, until game one. The next. We have Adam Silver tomorrow. Remember, you don't want to miss that. 9 o'clock Eastern. Greeny is next. The eye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.